podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm your host, Andy Mitz. Today on the early signing period, opening day, um, we have a very special episode for you. Uh, We were able to actually get in contact with Jaden Russell, who is committing to the Jayhawks today. Uh, Got a chance to speak with him for just a few minutes to kind of talk about the recruitment process, what it looked like for him. Um, you know, get kind of get a little bit of inside info into, into what the coaching staff has been telling all the new recruits and all that stuff, or or at least what they told him, and kind of get an idea of what he is looking forward to um, moving forward with, with the Kansas program. So it's definitely a, a peek kind of behind the curtain that we don't usually get to get, so I was really excited when he uh, was, was willing to go ahead and speak with us. So um, I won't delay it any longer. I'll go ahead and get you right on over to that interview. And I'm joined now by Jaden Russell. Uh, he is a, a recent commit to the uh, the Kansas football program. I think I think he's probably the most outspoken of the the recent commitment class. So, Jaden, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah. So uh, so obviously it was it was all over the place when you when you committed on Twitter. Uh, I really liked the video that you used that that you put out there to to show your commitment. And then obviously you've been like all over the place, um, tweeting at other guys trying trying to get you know, other people nudged in the right direction to come here to KU. So the, the, the first question I do want to ask you, though, is what is it that, that drew you to commit to the University of Kansas? Um, for sure, uh, Coach Miles. Um, I mean, just 100% Coach Miles. Uh, I mean, since day one when he got the job, um, I was one of the first guys he called, and he, uh, he showed a lot of interest and showed um, how important I was to the program what I could do for him and um, I can definitely see the vision that uh, he wants to bring to KU and I'm all for it. So so you talk about the vision that he wants to bring to KU I mean we've, we've all heard him talk publicly but was there anything that you you wanted to share kind of additional information not like anything necessarily super specific but was there something in in that actual pitch that it, that he gave you that that really inspired you? Um, nothing crazy. Um, basically what he said. Um, and then, I mean, just bringing, bringing good football back to Kansas and, uh, have something to be excited for and compete and try to go for a national title again, uh, like he did at LSU and, um, just be a, a known name, not just a joke that people think it is when you say KU football, like recent years, not always, but, um, just a, a pony that, when they see on the schedule someone they fear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I know that there's a lot of us long-suffering KU fans. You know, we we remember the days back when uh, when Mangino was the coach. And, you know, we had a really good program. It's obviously been done before. Um, I'm really. I know that we were all really excited when, when Les Miles got got hired, and we were wondering who those guys he was going to reach out to initially were to try to get the recruiting class jump started a bit. Um, so. You are a local guy, obviously going going to St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, was KU really on your radar before Les Miles was hired, or was it his hiring that really kind of made you think about them seriously? Uh, yeah, not gonna lie. Um, 
KU wasn't really on my top. Um, I was still a little interested just because it's home. Right. But, I mean, I probably wasn't going to end up at KU if it wasn't for Coach Miles. Um, yeah, just to be honest. <laughs> well, you know, and, and honestly, when he got hired, that's what a lot of us were thinking, you know, that having a guy with a name like that, with a pedigree like that, was going to open up a lot of doors for a lot of really good players. And so, you know, like I said, I, 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 was, I was glad to hear that you were one of the first people that he called, just being a local guy that can, can really bring that, that, that pride in, in the local program. So, um, so I guess moving forward, um, obviously you, you've been on Twitter all over the place talking with a bunch of guys that are still uncommitted at this point. I, I, I don't necessarily want you to give away any names or anything like that, but you know, there's been quite a few guys that have actually committed since your, your commitment. How, how, how many of those guys were kind of hearing from you prior to announcing publicly that they were going to come to KU? All of them. All of them. Okay. I thought so, them. just kind of given your, your tweets, but, uh. You know, I wasn't I wasn't sure how many of those guys you were actually really, really close to or, or had talked with about this this kind of stuff. I, I saw a few of the other guys you've been kind of leaning on, um, in, including a few that have kind of moved up their commitment date. So I'm, I'm really hoping that, uh, that that we get a really nice class coming up here on on the 19th. Um, so one, one other thing I kind of want to ask you about. Um, you know, the the recruitment period obviously changed quite a bit, um, starting with last year when they when they started with the early signing period. Um, how much did that really kind of play in to the way that your recruitment went? I mean, obviously it, it kind of accelerates everything when people are able to sign in the end of December. Um, did that add like a sense of urgency, one, when you decided to commit and also you trying to get a bunch of other guys to go ahead and join you? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, early signing day, um, some people like it, some people don't. Um, to me, uh, I just feel like earning early signing day just rushes everything. Um, not saying I'm not I'm not uh, content with the decision I made, but I'm just saying I feel like for other kids or for other schools, um, they really try to force kids to, to hurry up and commit um, faster than others. Um, so I, I don't know um, if signing day is really good or bad, but at the same time uh, for the coaching staff, just like for Coach Miles, um, you see how much hustling and things like that he's trying to get around and trying to hurry to fill this 2019 class as much as possible. So, I mean, I think it's kind of stressful for the coaches if you're a new coaching staff trying to get established because um, you got to hurry up and try to fill it up as much as possible. But uh, I think it's it's been pretty well it's for the KU class. We've, we've got some commits for the past couple of weekends and things like that. So I don't think we're doing too bad. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely see how – especially for new coaches, it, it kind of makes it a little bit more difficult because you have a very small window. Um, but I, I, I also think it probably is helpful for a lot of coaching staff that they can kind of know who they have for sure earlier in the in the recruiting period, and then they can focus on, you know, who they need to fill out a class from people that are still uncommitted back in February. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that it, it, it does make it hard, especially for those brand-new coaches. Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about your game. I've been looking online and reading up a little bit more about you. Um, I, I see people listing you at a couple different positions, um, either at safety or at cornerback. So first of all, talking about you, what what position do you actually play? Is it kind of a hybrid of both, or or is it one of those specifically? And and then also, where do you think you're going to fit in in the in the KU backfield? Um, well, yeah, uh, I mean, my sophomore year, I played strong safety then by the end of my sophomore year I was playing corner then my junior year 
I strictly played corner. Then my senior, I, I started my first game at corner. Then I ended up at safety. So, um, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be playing at. I know Coach Jackson, the DB coach, um, he wants me at safety. But at the same time, he told me he's going to try me at corner. Um, coach Miles is also said with my body and uh, how big I am and my body frame, things like that. Uh, they, depending, how, like, college weight room and things like that, you never know what your body could do. Um, if I get big enough, I might play outside linebackers. I could cover a linebacker, uh, cover running backs and stuff like that. So, I mean, wow. they have three different positions I could possibly play. But, Ryan, I think it's leaning more towards the safety spot. That, then, that um, sounds good, yep. Go ahead. Yep. And I just think um, – KU backfield, I mean, I just feel like I can just play physical football at the safety spot and just cover if I have to. Yeah, so I guess that that kind of, uh, you know, leads into the next question. What do you think is the best opportunity for you to make an immediate impact on this team? Because we do have quite a few guys coming back, um, you know, especially at the safety and the cornerback position. Um, But, you know, we also have quite a few seniors that are leaving. So where do you think you have the the best – um, chance to make an immediate impact, and where do you think, you know, especially those first few games, where are the fans going to see you the most in terms of, you know, making big plays or or whatever it is you think you're going to get to do? Um, I think I think I'm probably going to be playing safety when I get there. Um, I know there's going to be some guys in front of me. I know there's Mike Lee and then um, uh, I forgot his name, but I know he went to Lawrence Free State. Uh, number one. So uh, I know it's going to be hard to get in there and try to start right off the bat. But I mean, oh, you got four games until you have to register. So I'm going to try to go in there, try to compete as much as possible. Um, and then, try. I mean, I, I, I think I'm pretty sure like the coach is going to try to throw the younger guys in there, see what they could do before, you know, they finally establish who's the starters and things like that. So right. hopefully um, I'll be playing at safety, trying to make plays. And then I can get in there and, and impact as much as possible. But like you said, um, uh, there it's a pretty – right after them, after they graduate, it's next up. So, I mean, once they leave, I I hope to get in there and to start by my sophomore year for sure. Yeah, red shirt, definitely, right. I mean, it's not like, you know, they only play two safeties the entire game. So even if you are at safety behind a couple guys. By the way, Bryce Tornaden is the other guy you're thinking of. I'm – I'm sure he's gonna um, gonna let you hear about it. The fact you didn't remember who he was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so just a little bit more about you. Um, who is it? Uh, either you know a, a a guy you watch a lot in college, or or maybe someone professionally. Who is it you like to say you model your game after? Like, what what guy do you try to play like? Uh, Jamal Charles, or not Jamal Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jamal Charles, Jamal Adams, my bad, sorry. And then uh, the Honey Badger, for sure. I mean, those are the only guys I really grew up watching um, when they both were at LSU, because I'm a huge LSU fan. So um, them and then Eric Reed, um, Patrick Peterson, I honestly, all the LSU guys, um, I try to play like them, take a little piece of them. But Jamal Adams, I really like how he is. He's a pretty big guy. He gets down there, he hits, he can cover. So I like Jamal Adams and the Honey Badger, for sure. Awesome. So uh, just a couple other questions about your recruitment itself. Um, who who was recruiting you hardest, if you don't mind saying, who who was recruiting you the hardest before Coach Miles came to KU? Um, K-State, Iowa State. Um, those are kind of the other two schools that are really, really wanting me. So the um, other, the other local programs, essentially. 
Yes, sir. And then I yep. out of state, but those are the schools I made sure they wanted me for sure. Yeah, definitely. And and then you don't have to tell me if anyone or anyone in particular, but has anyone else tried to contact you since you committed and, and see if you might be willing to change your mind? No, no names or anything. I'm just curious how many people, um, you know, really, really took you at, at, at your word for being committed. Uh, yeah, maybe like two or three programs. Okay. All right. Well, um, so, so one final thing here, um, and just in terms of, you know, you were, you, you talk on Twitter all the time about how you want more people to come. Go ahead. Uh, you have the floor here just for a good solid 30 seconds or so. What is your, your pitch to everybody else who's still undecided at this point, why they should go ahead and come to Kansas? I mean, uh, anyone that wants to come have fun, uh, come change the culture for a place that, um, that just needs a spark. Um, and the fans are right behind you to do it. Uh, and you're going to have one of the best coaching staff in America to uh, push you to be the best. Who, and, I mean, if you want to go to the next level, I mean, just look at the coaches we, we already had on staff. Uh, well, I mean, we can only get better from here. And, I mean, why not come to Kansas, compete for a starting job, and change something? Sounds great. So before we go ahead and get out of here for the night, I just uh, want to throw a few lightning round questions at you. So just real quick answers. Um, first thing that comes to mind. So so first of all, do you do you play any other sports? Uh, track. Uh, awesome. Favorite color? Uh, red. Favorite cartoon character? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Go all right. Who who's your favorite NFL player, both current and then your your all time favorite? Uh, Tom Brady. Um, and then all-time favorite, uh, Sean Taylor. All right. Favorite breakfast cereal? Uh, a cinnamon toast crunch. All right. And then the final question, one that it can, you know, I, I, I write for a site called Rock Chalk Talk. This is a question that has been tearing the fabric of our entire site apart. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. All right. I'm I'm glad to hear that you're on the right side of that one. Well, Jaden, it's, it's, it's been absolutely great to talk to you. I really hope you, you, uh, Show out for us your, your, your first opportunity you get at KU. We're really excited to have you. Um, thanks again for joining us tonight. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Have a good one. And that'll do it for today's episode. A big, a big thank you to Jaden for spending a little bit of time with us to kind of give us that insight. Um, as usual, please, guys, if, if you haven't already, um, do, you do find us on iTunes, rate, subscribe, give us a good review, all that fun stuff. It really does help to, to get the name of the podcast out there, to make it visible for other people um, to, to be able to, to tune into. So um, it just upcoming um, up things that are upcoming on the horizon here for the Kansas team. Um, you know, the, the men's basketball was actually tonight. They won 89 to 53. Um, that was a, a frustrating game in a lot of ways, even though the final score was, was really lopsided. Um, I'll be talking with Fetch about that, uh, probably later this week before we have, have the, uh, the, the game at Arizona State. So the, the women's basketball team, uh, tonight is actually playing against Washington State down in Las Vegas, uh, for the, the duel in the desert. Uh, and then they play, depending on the, the result of that game and the other game, they will play either Northwestern or Wichita State. So that's something to look forward to. Um, we will have another episode before the Arizona State game previewing uh, that game and also um, you know, talking about the, the last two games we had, the Villanova and then the South Dakota game. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun there. Make sure you tune in later this week. Um, also up, upcoming on the horizon, we are going to have an interview with the 
with the KU hockey team. Uh, so that's something to, to look forward to. We, we've been talking about it. I'm actually supposed to speak with them um, probably sometime later this week. So that, that's an episode that you can expect to hear during the Christmas week. Um, so that'll that'll definitely, again, be something to look forward to. Kind of get, you know, make sure you tune into that one as well because it's, it's bound to be a really great discussion with those guys. So um, just to kind of wrap up, uh, just a little bit of a preview here of what you can expect today during signing day. Um, by the time you're listening to this, all of these guys might have actually already signed, uh, but this is going to drop really early in the morning. So hopefully you get a chance to listen to it first thing in the morning. Um, you know, they, they can go ahead and sign anytime starting Wednesday through Friday, or they have to wait until the official, you know, national signing day that we typically have in the middle or in the beginning of February. So as it stands right now, uh, KU has eight commitments. This is as of Tuesday night. Uh, they have obviously Jaden Russell, who we, who we just talked to defensive back. Uh, there's athlete Mason Fairchild and then defensive lineman Dejon Terry. Uh, th- those are all high school players that are, that are joining the signing class. We also have, um, five Juco players that have been signed on. Uh, we have, let's see, we have the, the guy that actually just announced this evening was Justin Ford. He's, he's a junior college cornerback from Golden West College in California. Uh, we also have, Let's see. Uh, we also have uh, D lineman Caleb Simpson, or so sorry, Caleb Sampson, who also pledged today. Uh, and then obviously the ones that we've known for just a few days here quarterback Thomas McVitie and receivers Andrew Parchment and Ezra Naylor. Um, you know, not, not a full class yet at this point, but definitely a good start. I'll be interested to see who else, um, you know, signs on to the class. Obviously, the big name that everybody's looking for is Dante Starks. He's a trying to choose between KU and, and LSU would be a huge get for the program and for Les Miles if they're able to get him to come to KU. So that's definitely one to be looking out for if he hasn't already announced by the time you guys are listening to this. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. Please do everything you can to go ahead and spread the word. We do want to get your your comments and all your questions. You can reach us online. Um, we're on Twitter at RockChalkPod. And then the email address is RockChalkPodcast at gmail.com. But again, thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we will catch you next time on the Rock Chalk Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.